Hello, mamas. Welcome to Don't Be a Momster. Please subscribe or follow to my podcast, or you can review this episode if it resonates with you. The topic that we are going to discuss today are 10 ways to strengthen the bond with your kids. I know as a mother myself, I am always trying to find new ways to connect with my boys. It's very important that I have a strong bond with them. So I'm going to offer 10 of the ways in which I connect with mine. Now, right now, mine are quite young. However, it really doesn't matter the age of your child. You can do these steps whether they're five years old or you can do it when they're 15 years old. So let's start with number one. Take interests in her interests. Now, your children are all into something. Whether you're aware of it or not, this is when you start asking questions. You know, what shows are they watching? What action figures are they into? Or, you know, if they have their iPod out or their phone out, you know, especially with my kids, they're on their iPad. I can see what it is that they're interested in. My son is interested in this character called Bendy. It's a little bit scary, but he tends to like things that are kind of scary. I personally, at my age, don't really quite understand it, but because he is interested in it, I am going to take an interest in it as well. So I ask him questions about it. This gives him an opportunity to open up and tell me the thing that he likes. Here's the thing. People want to be around people that share similar interests. It's fun to talk about things that you want to talk about. So I ask him questions about this character. I ask him about the show. I ask him if there's new episodes he will see that, oh gosh, mom's kind of cool. Mom likes the things that I like. This at least opens up some form of communication with your child. Number two, watch a TV show together. This is a great opportunity to ask what she would do in a certain situation. Today, these TV shows on you know whatever streaming service that you have, they talk about a lot of topics. You know, it's not just one thing that they tend to focus on. They will hit a lot of different topics. This opens up an opportunity for you to see how your child thinks, to learn more about their mind. Now, the reason why this works effectively is because you're not just going up to your child and saying, like, what are your thoughts? You know, how are you? Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a girlfriend? Like, all this stuff. Because oftentimes, kids feel bombarded by the questions that parents give. But if you guys are watching a TV show and somebody in the episode, let's say two friends get into a fight over a boy, this could be a cool time to talk to your child. Like, well, what would you do in that situation? You know, how would you handle this? You know, this is your friend and your friend also likes the same. You know, what what is it? And it's not really the fact that you care so much about the topic in general, but it's just to get her mind thinking. And also, you know, it's nice to hear where she's at or he's at in, in uh, his or her life. I'm talking about your child. Number three, tell your child about your experiences as a child how you handled problems. Parents, we 
tend to forget that we were kids too. And honestly, it doesn't even run through your children's minds that you were their age at some point. You know, it's been so long since you were a child. You know, you don't really think about the things that you went through then because you've had so many other experiences. But this is a really great time to humanize yourself to your kids. You're not just parent. You are a human being too. And you too experienced similar things. And when your child can see that you had similar experiences, you've had your heart broken, you've had friends betray you, they can say, okay, well, maybe I can go to my mom for advice. Number four, stop talking. People only speak when they are not calm with their thoughts. This is your problem, not your child. The moment you start talking, your child will shut down. If you get lucky and your child starts to open up to you, it is so important that you just listen. Make sure he is done with what it is that he has to say, what it, whatever it is he's communicating to you. you know, kids are learning how to communicate. It doesn't matter at what age. They are learning how to communicate. They can be six. They can be teenagers. So you've got to be patient with them and just listen. Five. This actually goes, it tags along with four, but five. The only communication you should be doing is effective nonverbal communication. When your child is talking to you, turn your body towards his. Give him eye contact. Nod your head to reinforce that you understand what he is saying. Now, nodding your head doesn't mean that you necessarily agree with what he just said. It just means you understand, you comprehend it. And it also verifies to him that you are listening, that what it is that he is saying is important. Number six, put your phone down. If she does start opening up, give your full attention. A great way to show that she is unimportant is to check your social media page or text while she's talking. How do you feel when people do that and you're trying to open up to them? You're trying to be vulnerable and here they are on their phone. And we, our cell phones have become habits. They're almost like a third arm. They're always around. And the moment that it dings, we're so quick to, to grab it. And it's always dinging. You know, if you have your email connected to your phone, you get a text message or some people put their, their social media notifications, it's always going to be dinging. If your child is trying to talk to you, I need you to either put those notifications, all of that stuff off, turn off your phone if it continually goes off. Let your child know just by action. You don't even have to say it, just by action. You turning off your phone is telling them that what they have to say is important. 
Number seven, don't forget that she's a child and doesn't have the same life experience as you do. So what is big for her is actually a really big deal. When she hears about her friends talking behind her back, that is heartbreaking for her. We don't even like to hear that. You know, nobody likes to hear anybody talk about somebody says something mean on social media and you get upset. And this is a friend doing this. And this is one of, you know, the first experiences of friendships and closeness. And then something like this happens. Don't belittle her problems. If you do, she will shut down because she doesn't trust you or she just doesn't think that you guys have really anything in common. You know, this is something that's really big for her. And if you don't think it's big, okay, then, you know, we obviously can't connect on that level. Number eight, check your emotions at the door. Parents can often get emotional when their kids are going through something. And I get it. There's that saying, you're only as happy as your saddest child. I understand that. But this is not about you. This is about your child. Don't get lost in your emotions. If you get really sad when they're saying something to you or really mad, your response to them is going to cloud your judgment, especially anger. When you are angry, are you proud of the actions that tend to follow? You know, when I'm upset, I don't really like what I do, what my next move is. Nobody does. When you are angry, you tend to act irrational. And that's not really how you want to be when you're talking to your child, right? You don't want to have them respond in the same way that you're responding, You want to be that sensible example on how to handle your own emotions. And just because somebody betrays you or you're going through something or somebody embarrassed you, you get to choose how you want to be. And if he's coming up to you and telling you something that hurt him and then you get upset about that, you're teaching him this is how you can respond to situations. Now, it's okay to acknowledge that you're having emotions, you know, that you're human. It's, it's okay to have them. But don't let them dictate the advice that you have. Breathe through them. Also, if your child sees that his problems are having a strong negative impact on your well-being, he is going to withdraw and stop talking to you. And it's not out of anger or he's upset or whatever it is. It's he loves you. And he doesn't want to be the cause of your sadness. And that makes sense, right? You know, if you go to somebody and you're telling them about your problems and then you see them having a full-blown breakdown, you love them. So you'd rather just not talk about it at all. And then they're fine. But this isn't the type of relationship that you want with your children, right? You want your kids to have this open 
environment, this safe environment where they don't have to worry about your emotions, (laughs) where they know that they can just come to you and say what it is that they need to say because there are going to be some really big things that your children need to talk to you about. Huge stuff that you can't even comprehend. That's just the nature of life. So if your child comes to you for one of those smaller things and you get upset or you get sad or whatever it is that happens, when that big thing happens later on, they're going to compare those situations and say, well, if mom turned up about this, I surely can't talk to them about that. Check your emotions at the door. When you do this, you are creating a safe environment so that they know in the future they can come to mom for anything. And now this next thing, number nine, actually goes with number eight. Don't judge or criticize her for her thoughts or questions. This is dangerous on so many levels. No, number one, one, you shouldn't be judging your child on anything. You know, you want to always have an environment where your child can talk to you openly. The moment that you criticize her for something as simple as her thoughts or her questions, I promise you, she will not come to you for anything else. Nothing. I don't. If I know somebody's criticizing me over how I think, I'm not going to talk to you about my thoughts. I'm done. But what makes it even worse is not even that it's going to like cut off that open communication between you two. She is going to start judging herself. She's going to start looking at, okay, well, mom's criticizing me. There must be something wrong with me. Now, she already has these thoughts, these questions that were already, you know, on her mind that were kind of, you know, bothering her or she was curious about whatever it is. But now, just from your own response, now you have added more problems in her own life. So not only does she have this question, now she's criticizing her own self. She maybe wasn't even judging herself of this. She was just asking you a question, but because of your own whatever issues and your own history and your own whatever, now she's starting to question herself. It is imperative that you show your support no matter what and thank her for opening up to you. Thank her for that she feels safe enough. And let her know it is important that you are trying. Well, no, let her know that you want her to know that you are trying to create a safe environment where she can come to you for anything. And if she has ever felt any form of judgment or criticism, the thing about us as as just people in general, a lot of times we don't really, we can't see our face when people are talking to us. We don't know always, you know, if you're not aware, you may have a judgmental look on your face. 
So talk to your child about that. Like if you're getting any kind of feeling where I am criticizing you or I am judging you just from my body language or my looks, let them know that this was not intentional. You know, if they if they if they're getting that type of energy, your children will pick up on all of that. If they're getting that, they're going to pull back. And that's not what you want to do. Now, we're going to go into number 10 because there are going to be some things that, you know, maybe you do have a little red flag that comes up. And, you know, if there's something that you are concerned about from what they said, like maybe she can be hurt. You know, don't be so quick to tell her what she should and shouldn't do. You know how you get when somebody tells you what to do. You know, you want to do the opposite. And children are very big about doing the opposite. Once you say, this is what you need to do. You know, that's just the nature of kids. They're trying to find their own way. So if they're trying to find their own way, then guide them. You don't have to necessarily give all the answers. The best thing that you can do is to ask more questions questions. Get her brain working. This is a great opportunity for her to learn how to build thinking skills. Ask her, well, what do you think? What outcome do you want? You know, like what's the greatest outcome in this scenario for you? What consequences are there for taking this type of action you know, you're not always gonna be there to fix your children's problems you know we as parents we tend to of course we want to protect our kids you know it's in our nature we want to just protect them and tell them what they should and shouldn't do and this can hurt you and that can hurt you and don't go over there and don't do that and you know as beautiful as those intentions are we're not going to be there for everything. But if you give them the right questions to ask, then they are going to get the right answers, or at least the answers in which they are trying to accomplish. You know, because this, this, the thing is, is that there's always going to be something that comes up in your child's life. Always. You know, and they're not always going to be able to call you, or they're not going to call you necessarily. But if you get them the right questions, if you get their mind thinking in a certain way, they can answer all of the questions that they need. Now, this, what I'm talking about is not necessarily how to, you know, get your child to open up or to strengthen the bond, but it will instill something in your children and they will always remember that this is something that mom taught me and it can change their life it can be a great way for them to grow up to become responsible adults because when that thing happens and you're so quick to give them answers for everything something will happen where you're not there to give them the answer but it doesn't matter if they know the right questions they will be just fine All right, mamas, these are the 10 ways to strengthen the bond with your kids. 
I hope these were helpful for you. And again, if what I would love it if you can follow or subscribe to my podcast. Thank you.